0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge
1: on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station.
0: Talk about money and and the actual money you hold in your hand. Is that becoming a thing of the past? You'll always have bank statements that are going to tell you how much money you have, but you can be able to hold it in your hand. So we are moving slowly, I think, toward a cashless society. And what does that mean? Now, we'll get into it in a second because there's a new report out last week from the Bank of Canada suggesting that maybe we're all a little bit hesitant. We haven't abandoned cash altogether, but we're curious about this today because I rarely carry cash. Uh, unless I, I know in advance that I need it for something, then you got to, okay, where am I going to find a bank machine? Oh, I don't want one of those weird bank machines where i got going to pay two or three bucks. Oh, what a pain. Why do I need this money? But I think I'll miss it when it's gone. So we did a, a bit of an informal survey around the office here this morning, but uh, one of the people we asked was uh, Andrea, who's right here, producer Andrea Montgomery. Hi. Uh, now, you told me something interesting because it was kind of similar that you needed money you knew in advance that you needed it this past weekend. When otherwise, maybe you wouldn't go out with money in your pocket.
1: Yeah, I went to the bank, my bank, in advance and pulled money out because I was going to a concert. So I know that you can't get generally merchandise. It's usually cash only. And then when you're at like the club or a bar or some sort of concert situation with a lot of people, they generally just run it cash only. They're not going to run yeah. a tab for you.
0: Are you one of those people and you go up in the VIP room and you start like throwing money over the balcony? <laughs> Like a what? stack of 20s? There's, Make it rain? There's
1: VIP rooms? I've heard that. No, no. Okay. In fact, I tried to take out uh, $60 to limit myself to spending $60. I did, in fact, fail by the end of the night and have to hit the ATM again.
0: All right. So when we did the survey this morning, you said yes, that you did have a bit of money on you. But that was only because of your weekend.
1: Yeah, I have about $4 in change. But I kind of keep that going in my desk here in case I have to hit the vending machine.
0: Okay. Studio producer Patrick... Yes. On the spot, how much is in your pocket right now? Do you have uh, any cash on you? I have cash on me, mostly because I went to football on the weekend, and there may have been gambling involved, and I may oh. have won money. Oh, don't, you did! Well, congratulations! Nobody tell my wife. Now you go to uh, most of the football games, and it's it's mostly cash only. Yep. Still at the concessions, yep. all right? the concessions are cash only. And if you got to get cash, you're going to spend a bit of money on one of those machines. Nope, I'm smart. I always pre-plan, and, and when I go grocery shopping, wrong. I think, "Hey, I'm here. I'll grab an extra twenty or forty from the." Uh, cashier, do the cashback thing. Uh, interesting. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. No fees, don't have to. And there's a lot more superstores, Walmart, Safeways, and there is bank machines. Okay. So, so you buy still a have a bit of money on it? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, We're not saying, saying how much because I don't want to have to split it with my <laughs> wife. <laughs> Smart man. Oh, okay, well, who else did we ask? We asked uh, our uh, pro- um, program director, John Voss. He had a 20. Uh, so Andrew, you had about $5 in change, you said. Something like that, right? Katie Baines said she had thirty cents. Uh, that, that I don't know. That seems weird to me. She said uh,
1: thirty-seven, and then she realized she was lying because yeah, she doesn't have totally pennies. Lying. Yeah, well, she
0: could have pennies. Yeah, technically, they didn't
1: living their lives all out of vanish, in their
0: pocket. But, yeah, okay. So anyway, she had a bit of change. Uh, Kristen, another one of her producers, she had no cash. Uh, Whitney Dean had no cash. I have no cash. Uh, Gord Gillies, he had forty bucks. He said.
1: Yeah, he said he normally has sixty with him. Yeah.
0: Uh, But Gord was interesting because he said he doesn't take it out for a specific purpose, but he's one of those guys that he he keeps it there if he needs it. So I thought that was interesting. So uh, this new report from uh, from the Bank of Canada suggests that more than half of sales in Canada are still done in cash. Now, that includes all transactions, big and small. But does that suggest that Canadians are are still in the driver's seat here, that we're choosing to use cash, and even though the man wants us to move to plastic— Not so fast. Well, joining us for some thoughts, as someone who's written a lot about this uh, issue, studied it very closely, uh, Dr. Norman Shaw is an associate professor of the Ted Rogers School of Retail Management at Ryerson University. Dr. Shaw, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Does this data suggest that consumers are, are still kind of in charge here, that maybe it's ultimately up to us whether we want to transition to a cashless society?
1: No, I don't think so. I think it's up to the bank. First of all, your statistics are a little bit misleading because 76% of the value of transactions is done by electronic payments. It's only 24%, which is cash. Mm. So it's the small amounts that uh, we're paying by cash. And in fact, the, um, the banks really want us to move completely to cash as much as possible. And they need to do more encouragement, and so they're doing that in terms of ensuring us assuring us as far as security is concerned. So if you think about it from a from a emergence point of view, the small transaction you go into a convenience store and they say they'll charge you fifty cents if you uh, have a transaction less than ten dollars, right. and the banks are completely in charge of that. If they were to eliminate that, uh, you'll, you'll see that charge go away, and I think you'll see more consumers are using their their cards for a tap-and-pay.
0: So it's, it's coming, then. We're moving in this direction, whether we want to or not.
1: We're moving in this direction. You can look at other countries. You can look at the Netherlands. You can look at Singapore, where they're about 60% in terms of uh, the volume. You can also look at the last three years, as far as China is concerned, in terms of Alipay and WeChat Pay. And in China, you can use your mobile phone, to rent a bike, to pay for a bus, to pay in a small little... Um, let's say you're going in the market, you're in Kensington Market, where you can pay with your smartphone by just uh, scanning a QR code. So it's very convenient, and people with uh, smartphones are finding that uh, Fantastic.
0: Right. Well, and that's the big thing. And maybe I'm like a lot of people where if you ask me the question, uh, do do I like the idea of still being able to use cash? I'd I'd say yes, but you'd be hard pressed to uh, to, to ask me to come up with with examples of when I last used cash because it's, it's pretty rare. I don't have cash in my pocket. I hardly ever have cash in my pocket.
1: I was uh, downtown, um, one of the towers downtown. I was treating someone to a cup of coffee. Uh, It wasn't a Starbucks. It was some other coffee place. And I uh, wanted to pay by cash. He said, we don't take cash. Is that right? So I (laughs) I I had no choice. And I think you'll see that movement. Um, think in terms of the watch, I, I've got an Apple watch, and I use that watch to pay. I don't have to <laughs> dip into my pocket to try and get the credit card out. I just wave and, and flash it, and that's it. I'm in and out. It's very convenient. And the security, if you think of the security, the security is very, very strong. So my argument is actually it's up to the banks. The banks, there's a tremendous cost, by the way, for retailers when it comes to cash. They've got to guard it. They've got to transport it. They've got to account it. Whereas electronically, all that's taken care um, for them. And the, the banks at the moment don't charge for cash transactions, but it costs the retailer. And the banks are charging for electronic uh, transactions. And if they were to uh, reduce the cost of those transactions, retailers, even the small ones, will be encouraged to use ca- uh, to use electronic payments and the consumer will enjoy that.
0: Right. So even when we're buying the, the $2 coffee, if we can use the electronic payments for that, that that's that's a big difference.
1: For sure. And then, then why, why bother to go into your, into your wallet to bring out the cash, worry about the change? From the retailer's point of view, it's faster as well. And in fact, studies have shown that as societies move more towards cashless, uh, the revenue of the retailers goes up. The transaction is more convenient, easier for the consumer, and therefore the retailer does a bit better.
0: Right. Well, and and you talk about convenience. It seems like it's becoming more of a hassle to get cash in the first place. I don't know if it's we're seeing fewer ATMs. It kind of feels like the ones we do see are the ones you got to pay two or three bucks just to to take out a bit of your own money.
1: That's true. And in fact, I just saw a statistic that in Sweden, 900 out of 1600 bank branches don't carry cash. So you can't even get cash from a bank
0: wow that's that's quite something, so if the banks want us to go in this direction, and as you say, limiting some of these fees for for merchants and retailers would would be a huge difference, why haven't they done so yet
1: um, I, that I, I don't have an answer to that one. Um, I think you'll see the transaction costs go down and, uh, in that respect, but if we if we change something slightly to visa, visa has a cashless Challenge, And they basically are challenging in the States, it's coming to Canada as well, they're giving retailers $10,000 to those few retailers that move completely towards a cashless um, store. So that shows you the direction that the credit card companies are going and the banks will follow uh, from that, I'm sure. They've also got the competition from uh, from the the various companies like it's like an Apple Pay and Alipay, a WeChat Pay. There's the Chinese ones that are actually coming here as well uh, for the Chinese consumers that come to to Canada.
0: I know charities are a little worried about all of this, but I mean, suppose in an era of, of mobile banking and and e transfers, is it becoming increasingly easy for us to to transfer money amongst ourselves even?
1: It, it, that is very easy. Um, as you said, you've got the Interac transfer which does that, uh, there's PayPal, which does that. So are quite a number of ways of, uh, of doing that. Um, if I can mention it, by the way, one of the countries that always surprises people, one of the countries that is very strong in terms of electronic payments is Kenya and Tanzania. And they have a system with non-smartphones where cash is transferred very easily. If you think, "Where, hey, wait a sec, I haven't got easy access to banks." Well, how do I send something to a friend who's miles away? And they do that actually via the uh, cell phone companies that uh, act as a transfer mechanism. Even in Somalia, um, you know, sub-Saharan Africa, you've got very strong cashless societies. So there is a way to manage with small transactions to in a cheap manner between. Uh, consumers, between people.
0: People fear, I, I think, a loss of, I don't know if it's, it's autonomy or, or privacy or maybe just a sense that that uh, things are changing too quickly, but do you, do you think there's, there's much to fear from the move away from cash?
1: I don't think there's much to fear. My feeling is that the biggest person to lose is, uh, can I say it, um, the small tradesperson that doesn't want to deal with an electronic payment because it's recorded, but right. will deal with uh, cash because there's a savings there from Revenue Canada. So think about that. The other side, that means that Revenue Canada would much prefer that all transactions are, in fact, uh, electronic, because then they've got a poor record of that. But if you take that uh, that group away... Yes, there's a certain fear as regards uh, privacy, a lack of privacy. The banks are very strong in that. This is, uh, I mean, there is always a hack here and there, but the banks are still very strong. And they protect us. They've got very, very good protection in this respect.
0: Well, it's fascinating stuff. Uh, and Great insight, Dr. Shaw. Thanks so much for making some time for us here today. I appreciate
1: it. You're very welcome.
0: That is Norman Shaw, associate professor of the Ted Rogers School of Retail Management at Ryerson University. So here I was reading this story thinking, aha, we're in charge here, banks. We're in the driver's seat. We'll go cashless when we're good and ready. Uh, and a bit of rain on that parade, so much for that. It's common whether we want it or not, he says. So what's it going to mean? And even just two things over the weekend, it was funny. Uh, one of them was my son's hockey team had to rent a bus uh, to get to, to a game far away. And so the guy organized it and did so on short notice. It was great and it worked out to a pretty good deal. Uh, so he said, so either you can give me cash at, at the, uh, the game before the day of the bus or, and he said, preferably you can e-transfer. And that's what most people did. So that's how he wanted it. And that was easy enough for everybody that there was no problem. But then yesterday, we were at the mall, and there were some hockey kids selling their raffle tickets, and that's, that's tough because you're not going to do an e-transfer with some kid's dad, some stranger in the mall that you don't know, but most people, I don't think, carry cash, and so that's, you know, that's tough for, for uh, you know, fundraisers like that. 974-8255, 974-TALK, would you miss cash? if it went away not you know intellectually what do you think of a cashless society would you miss it like if you weren't able to take money out from the atm for the next month would that cause problems in your life see and that's the thing i don't know that it would for me i'd I'd be mad about it i'd go into my bank and i'd do that a pound on some some counters but i think i'd get on just fine I think maybe that's where we're going. 974-8255. Back with your thoughts right after this.
1: Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.